Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay guys, hello and welcome to the latest episode of Heavy Metal Tones with me, your podcast host, Tony Evans. Um, if the sound sounds a bit weirdly or different today, it's not um, because I'm, I've mucked around with the settings, it's that I'm now recording in a different part of the room, in a different chair, so I'm sitting differently. Um, I happened to break the cabinet that had my mic attached to. It's a long story. Um, actually, it's a funny story. I was putting, It had my stereo in there as well. Um, and I put the extra piece of stereo equipment on and the shelf broke. Um, you know, so I had to go buy a new stereo sit and, and of course I had to sit in a different part of the room. Um, I'm sort of back to the window. If so any sounds reverberate back and forth, I apologise. Uh, I don't think it will do. That sounds okay at the moment to me. Anyway, uh, just a little shout out and thank you for your response and feedback from last week's episode on uh, Fear of Blank Planet. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, it's quite niche but the feedback I got was really nice um, a good friend of mine said that he listened to the album many times and he never thought of it that way uh, someone said it was quite a dark subject matter but really um, thought well thought out so thank you very much for that um, please do reach out and whichever platform you're on if you could please um, you know, give me a, a five star rating or, or whatever you want to give because it helps more people find the show. Um, and I'm sort of reaching a peak now. I need to get some more listeners. Um, I'd like more listeners, I need more listeners, I'd like more listeners. Um, and so, if you could please do that for me, that'd be great. So, um, anyway, this week's episode is about the new Saxon album Carpe Diem, or in English, Seize the Day. Uh, and uh, I got my copy of it on vinyl um, on the weekend. It was my birthday weekend just gone, and um, I thought I'd buy myself the new Saxon album. So I waited to go into um, Landspeed, the the local record shop here in Canberra, the best record shop in Australia, I think, bar none, personally. Um, the service and the quality and what they have is amazing. 
Anyway, I picked up my copy of Carpe Diem, I've got it in my hands here, and I've been playing it all weekend. Um, and I thought, well, what shall I do for this week's episode? I was going to do something else, I thought, no, I'm going to do Carpe Diem. So, if any of you have never heard of Saxon out there, so some of you won't have done, some of you are new to the genre, um, they are one of the founding members of the new wave of British heavy metal. Uh, they formed in 1977, the original name was uh, Son of a Bitch, which I actually quite like as a title of a band, personally. Um, but uh, they, they renamed themselves to Saxon. Um, the two leading members are still in the band, so you still got Biff Byford on vocals, and he played a bit of bass up to about 1988, uh, um, and they stopped playing. Uh, and then you've also got... Um, you've got... Peter Quinn, or Paul Quinn, sorry, on guitars. Uh, they're the two founding members. They have released 22, or 24 studio albums, sorry, 24 studio albums. Now, um, they are, for me, one of the most definitive of the new wave of British heavy metal, heavy metal albums, bands, uh, new album bands. Um, they're one of the reasons I love new album so much. Uh, they really are... Um, if you've ever had a chance to put Wheel of Steel on, Wheels of Steel on, then you you know you're really probably um, if you haven't you're missing out massively. If you have, congratulations, welcome to the club. They're amazing. Um, they've had many lineup changes. I'm not going to go for each one of them. It's too much. Over 40 years, it'd be churlish of me to try and sort of put names to albums. This is just a basic bio before I go into the album on the second part of the show. Um, they first started touring with uh, Motorhead. They were one of the they were on the first lineup for the Monsters of Rock at Donington, and I went to quite a few of those. Not unfortunately, not with Saxon. Um, uh, I've never seen them live. Uh, friends of mine have it said they're amazing. Um, they are. Why are they such an important? Why are they such an interesting band? I think because of Biff, oh, of course of Paul as well. But Biff, Biff's vocals and his and their stories that they tell, they do tell the same kind of story in most of their albums. Um, it's usually about. Um, I mean, Biff has an absolute fascination with steam trains and uh, and uh, engineering, so that comes across in the songs. They both have. Um, war. They're probably obviously children of of the war, and so have war, um, post-war children, and they still have war uh, for Second World War and First World War, depending on their grandparents in their blood. So they do a lot of that imagery in their music. Um, they do. It's it's how do I describe their music? It's it's heavy metal for beginners and I mean that when I don't mean that in a derogatory way guys I really don't sorry if Biff if you're listening I didn't mean it that way what I meant was that it's it's not going to um, offend anyone it's not going to come and grab you and get you chucked out of your house by your dad saying stop playing that crap like I got it's not going to have any of that it's, it's not um, dark and brooding and evil it, it is like it's what Maiden is it's easily accessible um, guitar driven, groove-laden, vocal, sing-along, um, uh, heavy rock, basically, heavy metal. I mean, the, the other band that you could really sort of put in exactly the same sound, I would say, really, is Judas Priest. 
Um, I think they have a very, very similar sound. And in fact, particularly on this latest album, um, it's, it's it's very priesty um, because the band went through a sort of a mid '90s um, soft rock feel, like a lot of the bands have done. Um, I think they regret it. I don't know why they should. It's their choice if they want to make that music. If they were forced by a label, I get it, but they're not. They, they have enough. Uh, I mean, they've sold 15 million copies worldwide. They had top, eight top 40 albums in the 80s. I mean, it's not like they don't have the money behind them. They're like Maiden. They could do really what they want to do. Um, uh, and, you know, I don't see a problem if, if a band wants to go off and do something a little bit softer, a little bit easier to listen to. I mean, that... I, again, I've said this before on the podcast. But what, who are we to criticise? Who are we? Um, we're just mere mortals that buy the records, that bask in the glory of their skill and and and, and their labour. They, they have to create this music. They have to live with it. Um, you know, most of us have a nine to five, drudgery, day to day workable job, don't we? Um, that we all wish we didn't have. That, and, and I think a lot of these musicians feel the same way. Oh, I've got to keep playing Stairway to Heaven. Oh, I've got to keep playing Number of the Beast. Oh, I've got to keep playing, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, insert song here, right? So, I mean, it, it, it. you can see why that they want to change a bit. They want something different. Um, because a lot of them have, deep down in their roots, they didn't wake up one morning and suddenly be heavy metal that's not how it happened um, great art and great music and great movements are gradual and um, they may seem instantaneous a in the pistols uh, in 77 or you know maiden and, and, and priest and saxon in in 81 80 81 and yes and genesis in 72 73 this isn't the case <coughs> pardon me it's gradual um, it has to come from somewhere. It's from mutual love of music for the friends, but it's a mutual love of things like Deep Purple, which again is not would have been gradual. They come from blues-driven music, skiffle music, and rockabilly and rock and roll. So it's um, they have they they would find themselves wanting to sort of go back um, to their roots. And I, and I again I said I've gone off a side tangent there, but I think that they shouldn't be condemned, and no one should be. You may not like it, well, so what? Don't buy it. You know listen to the next album see if you like it uh, and if you're that you know closed minded then they probably don't need you as fans anyway to be, to be brutally fair anyway that's my gripe over I get it all the time I hear it all the time particularly uh, when I read reviews um, that I I mean I write reviews as you know a um, bit less these days I'm going to need to get back into that a bit more for Metal Ruse um, and you do read the, I'm the head of the review team so I see the reviews that come through and some of them are just a little bit you know a bit gripey and it's like well you know you choose to listen to the music right, if you can't be constructive don't say anything at all I think that's probably the best mantra my father said that to me and I, I believe it and stick with it and live with it um, obviously you need to be constructive but don't be negative too much anyway Let's that over. So, in the latest band, we have Biff Byford, lead vocals. You can't miss him. Towering northern man with long, blondish, graying hair now, with a voice as 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 booming and as as and as instinctive and as um, distinctive as Rob Halford, as as Bruce Dickinson, uh, really truly. Um, 
again Paul Green on guitars Neil Glo uh, Glover I've got Glover but it's not Glover it's, I think I've written Glockler on drums I'll come back to it in a second um, that's Nigel anyway we've got Nibs Carter on bass and Doug Scarlett on guitars as well let me just recheck that I don't know why I can't read my own handwriting one second hi guys sorry about that yeah it's Nigel Glockler look I wrote it down quite quickly in my my notes and uh I don't know if you know guys, but I'm actually dyslexic, so um, sometimes writing can be a bit of a difficulty for me, uh, even though I do it um, and love it. It's a little bit of a trickiness. But yes, so Nigel Glockler, so where was I coming from? So, it, um, I, I've lost my complete train of thought. Yes, so I've Nigel Glockler, Nibs Carter on bass, and Doug Scarlett on, on guitar. And um, the sound is right back to the um, early days of Saxon I think um, I wish I could play you some of the stuff it would be amazing if I could um, sadly with, um, with restrictions on uh, uh, you know copyright it um, it prohibits me from doing so which is really shitty because I think we I'd love to do an episode one where we just play a track through discuss it play a track through discuss it that would be brilliant um, if anyone knows a way around it, I think it, I'd have to just do it through like for Patreon when I start a Patreon channel up. If anyone's interested in Patreon, please let me know. Give me some feedback if you would if you would pay for a Patreon channel where I could do a, um, each week a live playthrough. That's all I would do, just a playthrough. I don't think it would do much extra. It'd be a live playthrough in the review um, as each track finishes. Uh, a little bit extra work, but could be fun. Let me know um, and. Um, at the usual channel so at heavymetaltones at gmail.com that's heavymetaltones all one word at gmail.com or at my Facebook page which is um, uh, which is uh, New Album and All Things Metal sorry guys I'm getting some sound outside see someone's mowing their lawn so if you hear background music I'll try to mute it out but uh, it's a bit loud all of a sudden um and that just happens now and again. Um, let's just uh, get my let me just get my um, head round what I'm doing and looking out the window and going, my God, stop it! Okay, so back to the album. So interestingly, this uh, album, the guitars in this album were recorded by Andy Sneap. If any of you know who Andy Sneap is, um, he's a guitarist now with Judas Priest. Hence the reason I think the sound is very similar. But it was also with Sabat. Uh, Sabat is one of my favourite British doom um, uh, album bands of all time. They are absolutely immense. It's a different. Um, it's a different type of music. A different, different genre. A different uh, podcast. But we might do Sabat episode because uh, um, they that that one particular album which I'm thinking of. Um, I'm going to talk about one day. Anyway, I'm going to go and fresh my cup, my cup of tea up, get my train of thought back, try and work out what this weird sound is coming through the back of my garden into my window, and uh, we'll chat about the album track by track when I come back. Sorry about the train of thought loss there. It went completely somewhere else because I dropped the record which I was looking for with all the details on it, and then I couldn't find my phone, and then I had to move the mic and ah. Uh, you know, happens. Wait, talk to you on the B side, guys. Uh, I'll go and get myself a cup of tea now. Bye, guys.
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back, guys. Look at that. I had the mic in the wrong place. I didn't even get ready before I pressed record. Oh, God. You do come for this, don't you, guys? I know you do. Um, i tea. And that noise turns out my neighbour's doing some gardening. You know. Uh, you know what it is. Middle of the day. I get to record on a Monday, mainly. And so, middle of the day, these things happen, don't they? Um, it is what it is. So, sorry about the distraction before the break. I, My brain went wishy-washy because of the noise and I couldn't make it, I thought it was my computer making a weird noise and I thought it was my mic buzzing and then I realised my window was open and the neighbour's doing his lawn anyway, so Carpe Diem so guitars recorded by Andy Sneap oh, he of Judas Priest now and of Sabat, oh, pardon me a bit there. and um, wonderful brilliant musician uh, Dreamweaver is a, just a audaciously amazing album if you've never heard it and you don't know about it then toddle off after this and put it on and it will blow your tiny little minds it really will um, don't expect to understand what the lyrics or how he's singing not Andy Sneap but the vocalist uh, 
but the combination of uh, storytelling, thrash, doom and metal is just delicious. Anyway, I've got Saxon in my hand here. And I've got Carpe Diem Caesar Day. Look at the cover. So typical embossed Saxon across the front. Lovely painting of some Romans, um, a couple of centurions, I think, standing um, on Hadrian's wall. Um, not big as Dickus, you know. He has a wife, you know. No, not big as Dickus. I open it up. It's a gatefold album. And in the gatefold middle, you've got Biff and you've got the rest of the band looking audaciously heavy metal. Lovely, beautiful product. Now... Let's look at the track listing. So, the first track, Carpe Diem, or Seize the Day. Um, title track, open up straight away at the title track. Uh, I like bands to do that, to be honest with you. Some don't, some wait till the middle. I think it's really good to just jump in there. You've got, um, it's, uh, it is it is what it says on the package, Carpe Diem. You can imagine Biff, um, whoop, the mic, Biff uh, uh, belting out a tune that, um, gives you uh, lots of sing-along, lots of good old-fashioned um, meaning. Uh, I mean, it is it is what it is, right? You know, carpe diem, seize the day. It's, it, uh, I think it's a positive message in this world we're living at the moment. <clears throat> I don't think it's meant probably even right that way. It's just nice to have a positive message now with what's going on in the world. Uh, you know, we, if we, it's not if it's not um, something on a micro by by you know micro level, um, keeping us away from our loved ones, it's uh, my, senseless, mindless violence. Uh, you know, anyway, seize the day. Great song, really rollicking guitars, as you can imagine. Andy Sneeps recorded them. He recorded them in Germany, I think. Um, really um, clean, polished well thought out product it's gonna it, it it's what you want from a new album song it's epic it pulls you in it doesn't hang around for too long and you it's very memorable in fact i was sat myself singing the um the chorus to myself over and over again the last few days um it hasn't actually come up on record player yet uh, which is a good sign i think you know if things hang around like that of course, it's about the Romans and the conquest of of England, um, uh, you know, and they were here for 400 plus years. Um, but, uh, and, and so, you know, you could say, look, that's what it's basically about. They came, they saw, they conquered, the legions of the eagle will not fall, is the lyric in the song here, Carpe Diem Caesar Day, um, against the Picts and the Druids. So it is a story, a typical Saxonism, and also deliciously what's wonderful about New Album. Just historical stuff. I mean, Maiden does it really, really well. Um, but, it, but you could also, as I said before, you could look at it as a positive note for the world as we are now. Seize the day. Um, don't let it linger. Uh, and a lot of us do, don't we? I mean, I've just had my um, a significant birthday just gone, and um, you know, 49. I'm not. I'm not old. I'm just a very naughty boy. Um, it's it's just. <laughs> Sorry, Python quote insert here. Uh, and even then, I think that's a misquote, but it doesn't matter. That's all right. I mixed uh, Holy Grail and Life of Brian there. So, those fans out there who are big Python fans are going to go, You got that wrong. Yeah, I know I got it wrong. Um, it's okay, I can do it. It's my show. Anyway, moving on. 
We then, oh God, it might cup and then. So, and then we go on to Age of Steam. Again, as I mentioned in the first part, so Biff. Um, he loves steam trains, all right? Okay, absolutely loves them. If you haven't heard Princess of the Night, uh, pause this now, go to, 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 on wherever you get your music, listen to it and come back. Then, listen to Age of Steam. I mean, all the way through his 24 albums, there has been some form of uh, the love of railways and steam engines. Uh, and, you know, it's considered very uncool, untrendy, old manny thing. You know, I bloody, I really love steam trains. Um, in fact, I, I have on my to-do list to do one of the great steam train journeys of the world. Um, it, I, I, I think it's the, it's a certain generational thing. I think it's the, you know, um, it's the, it's the the sound, the beauty, the freedom, the 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 conquest of man over over distance and tyranny of of, of terrain um, by the use of natural environment like water and coal. I mean, you know, I know it's not environmentally friendly, but there's not much of it around anymore. It's just a wonderful, beautiful thing. Anyway, so that song there, Age of Steam. Um, stoke the fires to superheat, work the mine coal is deep, F free the beast, the slave of industry. I mean, it, it, he's, he, but now the march of progress has begun. Um, he died, he, again, it's, it, you can always hear the steam trains in this music. You can almost feel the heat of the stoking furnace and the, the, the and the soot on the face of the drivers and 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 even to some extent you can even say, I fantasize when I listen to it um, that I was in the back of a train looking out the window at the British countryside going from London to Edinburgh on the on and let's say the Flying Scotsman I'm not sure if it went to Edinburgh sorry We've got train nerds but anyway that, that journey that way looking out the window and I pot of tea, some nice sandwiches, good conversation, a good book, um, in a time of freedom, pre-war, you know, uh, when people could do these things, you know, anyway, I get that sense when I listen to this music, and then move on to the, the pilgrimage, now the pilgrimage to me is the highlight of the album, it's the highlight of the album, um, it is about, um, people, uh, what it says, pilgrimage, you know, um, from and we do it. We do it every day, don't we, people? We we go on pilgrimages every day. When you lace your shoes up and go out the door, get in your car, get on a bus, and get on a train, and go to whatever music venue you you're, you're going to go to, and you go and watch the band of your choice. That's your pilgrimage. You go to church if you go to church or mosque or or um, you know to to uh, wherever you may find um, peace in your religion um, that's your pilgrimage and, and I think that what he's what what Biff and the guys are saying here I'm going to read the lyric out okay shine the light show the way we are leaving leaving today to take the path already take, trodden try and find where we are looking what we're looking for it'll be hard it'll be long we will never falter we shall be strong our destination that is our quest we will not waver we will not rest 
Um, and I, you know, I mean, he could be talking about the classic pilgrimages from, say, Canterbury Cathedral to um, to the Holy Lands, couldn't he? He could be doing. He could be talking about the pilgrimage that a lot of pilgrims took along the Pennine Way, way down the middle of the United Kingdom, from one church to other, like to Canterbury or to um, uh, to any of the the the, the sort of religious. Um, places of worship in the United Kingdom and across across the world, and and I think again, when I listen to this music, again it's sing along. It's really enticing and energizing, and the guitars are so. This one sounds priesty to me, um, and that's a, I mean that in a good way, guys. At Saxon, um, I think that's Andy Sneap influence. The guitars and it do sound a little bit like um, something from uh, Firepower. It could even be a sound of firepower in some of this, you know, um, music. But again, uh, I don't want people to um, to take that the wrong way or to go think negative of it. He's not copying um, by any means. No, 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 no. Um, as I said, they come from the same stable, the same sound. So this is what you're going to get. And it is marvellous, absolutely marvellous. Yeah, I mean, it's just the way that he sings the chorus, the pilgrimage, and I can't do it justice, I'm not a singer. Um, it does, it feels like I'm going on a journey with the guys. It's really, really moving and, 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 and sweeping and, and, and so enjoyable. Um, and we go from that into Dam Busters. Now, again... Um, like a lot of Nwabam, uh, it has a story. It's got historical, 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 historical background. Dambusters, of course, the bouncing bomb. Um, when they went to dam, blow the Ruhr Dam, and the dams um, with a spinning bomb dropped from um, from uh, my favourite plane, which is the Lancaster. Um, and not all very successful. Uh, it did work, but not wholly successful. A lot of lives lost. On, uh, in fact, on both sides of the of the war of the conflict in that particular, um, did it slow down um, the the progress of the war? I'm not sure. Again, I'm not a war historian. Um, Benji, who will get on the show in a few weeks' time, we're going to talk about the Sabat album. Sabatin album. He's more likely the person to tell you. He's the war historian amongst my friend group. Um, but it is. It is uh, again a really a really interesting interesting song. I mean, it's, it, it doesn't just go chorus verse chorus, middle eight carry on. It it has all sorts of you know almost progesque um, things to it. You know, uh, here's a, here's one of the lyrics: um, Start the mighty engines roaring into life, turning to the airfield into fading light. Gun the Merlin engines up take of speed the Lancaster is lifting they pray that they will succeed um, you know just oh I've got goosebumps I, I generally have goosebumps flying low across the night the British bombers flew on the deadly secret hoping no one knew target looms the planes attack into the mouth of hell hold her steady release the bomb only times will tell oh oh god I, I do I just oh just got the shivers um, just have we? I mean, it, 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 oh, 
they are truly um, Biff is truly a genius uh, his poetry is beautiful um, it's it's not complex it's not Freudian I think like that it's just what it says and honestly that that lyric has got my skin just oh and the music is roaring like the planes and the air and the thickness of the night and the sky you can feel the terror in the vocals that the thought again to never might never return um brilliant absolutely brilliant uh, and then we come to the closer of side a uh, remember the fallen again another war related we've got a few i mean it's okay if you're going to say anything about this album it could be conflict related i mean carpe diem the um the the invasion of of Britain by the by the Romans in the first century AD, um, Angel Steam. It's not necessarily conquest, but it's conquest of nature. If you want to look at it that way, pilgrimage. You know, I mean, could that be connected with war? Could that be um, that why we we want we want to find more than fighting? Let's go and find a, a spiritual reason to be instead of uh, fighting each other possibly am i reading too much into it maybe but then we get to we you know we get to remember the fallen um now this one is a bit interesting i'm not quite sure what this one is about i have listened to it many times and the album hasn't come out only recently so there's no um info for me to dig into um but i've got a lyric here that says it came across the china sea no one knew the threat to you and me. All the warnings came too late. The battle started slow and sealed our fate. The silent. Now that. Okay. Now, when I think about it, that's COVID. Isn't it, guys? That's COVID. Sorry. How stupid of me. Did not read that and even understand that until I literally started reading that then. Um, so, yeah, and there is a war. A war on viral. Now, can we prove it come from China? Again, that's a whole different podcast, a different world. I'm not going into that. Um, but it's saying, remember the heroes, remember the lives, remember the fallen, remember the fallen. Um, just like the plague, it travelled fast. Yeah, yeah. So it is about COVID. Um, again, we are fighting a war on a viral level, aren't we? It could be a war-based one. Hey, who knows? Um, is, it, is it my favourite song of the album? It's a good closure for the uh, A-side. Um, not massively enjoyable. I mean, it has its moments. Pardon me. Ooh. The guitar solo on it is particularly good. But then it would be with two great guitarists, um, you know, playing away there. It's nice, clean, it's fast. Um, it shows you how much I thought about the song when I didn't really think about it. Um, and that's bad, isn't it? But hey, still a good song, still a good closure, very apt. Will it date this album? Yeah, but then so does things like Dam Busters and Carpe Diem. Right, so we flip over and we go to the B-side and we get to Supernova. Now Supernova is where it gets absolutely blistering. Um, right back to the classic, fast, sweaty, tight denim, Nuomum sound. Okay, uh, and this is about the death of a star. Okay, Supernova. It doesn't really say much difference. Um, so my, my thought of it being about war, I think it's probably a little bit moot. Um, although you could probably find um, 
conquest within the stars and the and the atoms within the sun if you want to get deep too deep down into it i think i've probably dug myself a little hole there about the um about <laughs> war there it clearly is not um but the, the a side possibly let's leave that let's say that the a side is and the b side is something else i think the a side definitely is a war war concepts the b side i think is a bit more more eclectic because we have supernova about the destruction of a star and becoming a supernova and the sun and uh it has that intergalactic swell of, of to and throw and staccato guitar and 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 um i really love biff's vocal recording on this his nuances his punches are amazing um it does have that nice start of an a side and i do love when you flip a record over if you are record collectors guys um and you know i am that you when you turn the record over you want it to start again you want it to be almost seamless over a seamless transition from a to b or to punch you and change direction and this is sort of slightly here it changes like direction and then we get into lady in gray now lady in gray is right up my alley because um as you might know guys i am a um a lover of the supernatural, a believer in the paranormal. Um, I'm sorry if, if you're all going to shake your fists and go, it's all nonsense, Tony. Um, you might say that. Um, I've had many experiences, um, and I'm sure I have many more to come. Um, I'm, it's a different podcast. I've already had an uh, interview with the great Kevin uh, Eustace from uh, we, we Need to Talk About Ghosts, another great podcast. Please go over to that. That's We Need to Talk About Ghosts with Kevin Eustace. If you like a Liverpudlian accent with a bit of cheekiness, a musician that wants to talk about the paranormal, he's the one to go to. Absolutely marvellous. And of course, listen out for my episode, we call Australian Ghosts and Ghouls. Uh, brilliant. Anyway, uh, brilliant, I should say. It was just, I wasn't brilliant. The show in general is brilliant. Um, so, Lady in Grey. Um, it's what it is, what it says. It's about the haunting. Did you know a lot of? I don't know. Well, you might not know. A lot of um, classic horror uh, ghosts or hauntings in castles and buildings in old countries, particularly in the UK, um, are women in grey or men in grey. So maybe women in grey. And there's a there's a theory behind that that um, they start off say 300 years ago when there were ghosts, they had colour, uh, and as they have as the time has gone on and as their energy is dissipated. They become changing colour, and that's why you get women, women in white and grey, um, and nuns that sort of blue end up being grey. Um, anyway, different things. So uh, it's a great. Listen to the great. This this is a wonderful lyric. She wanders down this corridor, searching for the memories of her life, captured in a photograph, trapped between the dark and the light. A vision of what used to be. She's passing through the legacy of time. Oh, Biff. <laughs> you know. People think that Steve Harris is a great lyricist, and he is a great lyricist. But I think of the, all of the Norwegian lyricists, um, and, and of all the Norwegian bands, Saxon really were the best, and are the best, and because they've got Biff. Uh, again, it has that ethereal sound. They managed to mix the music with the lyric, and you get that wonderful story. And I, I urge you, please, if you can, to buy the album on vinyl if you've got a record deck um, or the CD whatever don't just don't just download it although now on Spotify you can read the lyrics but literally read the lyrics as you're listening it, it just gives you goosebumps it's just brilliant um, again Andy Sneep's mixing of guitars on this top-notch absolutely top-notch 
and you can hear 40 odd years of experience and I know not all of them have been in the band for 40 years but a lot of them have been in the band for 20 plus 30 plus years um, so you know they've really I mean I can't believe it Robin is only 40 odd years ago I mean it sounds like yesterday to me I put on a Saxon album it sounds like yesterday I put on a Maiden album it sounds like yesterday and it's just it's what true metal is you can have as much mix and dark and speed and thrash and whatever you want but really really truly new album is is my truly favorite um genre of, of heavy rock and heavy metal and i keep on about it but it's just beautiful anyway move on from lady in gray because we're running out of time I've, I've gone a bit long on this episode um all for one this one is it's about d'artagnan it's about the three musketeers um, I'm not going to go on to the story about the Three Musketeers. Most of you know what it is. Um, if you're of a certain age and want to watch the cartoon, there was Dog Tanyon. If anyone remembers watching Dog Tanyon, I did. Um, I went to see the, a version of the Three Musketeers. Um, sadly, uh, when one of my favourite comedians was in the movie and passed away after he fell off the horse during one of his stunts, that's Roy Kinnear. Now, if you don't know who Roy Kinnear is, guys, uh, shame on you. Um, go online, go on YouTube, find out who he is. He's uh, he's up there with the Marty Feldmans and of this world, uh, a truly comic genius. Uh, and uh, his son now, um, his son does a lot. He's in, uh, he plays, he's in James Bond movies, in a, he's in a t- TV series. He just like his dad. Um, uh, really funny man anyway again you know you can tell I mean the lyric all for one one for all all for one one for all I mean come on you know that's it that's that's all you have to say about that about that I'm not gonna say anymore um, it's quite a short song lyrically it's not overly complex um, it has you can almost hear the flashing of the blades and the sli- the slipping of the silk and the 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 prancing of the dandies and the, the 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 wigs ruffling and the the you know the the, the you know the amount of food and and the and the opulence of the of the French court. Um, anyway, that is a great song. Bit weak, but a great song. Let me go into Black Is the Night. Okay. In the land of the white bear, coldest place under the sun. The ocean is freezing, days of darkness begun. Winter is coming, daylight is slipping away. It's the end of the sunrise, shadows will cover the day. In the land of the white bear. Now, what, what do you think that means, guys? Um, I'm going to think it's Russia. Um, possibly. Um, from frozen kingdoms searching out in the night the heavens are dancing glittering northern lights a blanket of stars spreading out over the sky on the top of the world something's for you to live or die feel the darkness closing in 24 hours a day I, I look I think it's about the tundra I think it's about um, could be about one of the poles or Finland or one of that sort of top end of the world where days last for like you know one hour and the night lasts forever I can, I've listened to that song many times, about five times since I got the album on Friday. I do feel it's a bit, it, a bit weak, um, and that's saying something on, a, on an album. I'm going to give five out of five for. Uh, it's a little bit weak um, because it doesn't 
story-wise, I don't grab to it. Lyrically, it's a bit of a filler. Um, musically, I'm not gonna say much. Musically, it's great. It, uh, you do have that sense of despair and openness in the music. It is um, uh, fast and fun. Uh, it's just not a song that I'd probably not that I would skip it, um, but it's not memorable to me. Um, now, very last, ending the album. This is always a tricky thing to do. Ending the album on a song called Living on the Limit. Um, now, that just seems to me about speed. Um, and, 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 and of course, you know, again, Biff has a thing about motorbikes and trains and speed and wheels. And, uh, and I think you get that from here. Again, the lyric, we want a slice of everything to see the world we're living in. Take a chance and take a leap. What? What it we like? What do we sow is what we reap. Don't be afraid to ride the storm. Just take by the ball and by the horns, living to the limit. So yeah, it's just about seizing the day again. I mean, it's like bookending of Carpe Diem, isn't it? It technically is seize the day. If you say take, living on the limit, take the ball by the horns. Yep. All the world is a stage. Just read the lines and turn the page. We want to feel adrenaline. We just want to live and take it in. Yeah. That's steam trains, that's Caesar Day, that's pilgrimage, that's Dan Busters, that's Supernova. That's everything in this album that he's talking about is finishing on one song, and that is a beautiful thing to do. Sorry, some tea time. Um, yes, great cracking end of an album. Guitar solo on this is, oof, it's brilliant. It's short, again. It's not not as long as Dan Buster's. It's not as complex as Carpe Diem. It's not as you know beautiful maybe as Lady in Grey. But it definitely ends this album with a punch. And that's where I'm going to end this this review because I'm getting into 42 minutes. And I've gone a bit long this week. I can't. I mean, sorry guys, if it's too long, let me know. I just can't do album reviews short um, because I want to get my story across. Anyway, please go and grab it. It's available now uh, on all good um, mediums. It's available on record, on CD, um, download. I think it's even available on cassette. Um, it um, is a beautiful product. All right, it's on the uh, Silver Lining label. Um, you can probably get it all around the world on different labels. Uh, I'd highly recommend it. You can hear me. It comes with a lovely sort of poster, a slip-in sort of uh, banner. Oh, listen to that. Listen. Oh, lovely. Record collector there are getting a boner. Um, anyway, that's enough for that silly talk. Uh, I'll see you next week. Uh, please remember to like and subscribe, review, um, come and chat. Um, please donate to the show at Buy Me A Coffee. Uh, I'll leave the link in the show notes. Um, it helps me to pay for the bills. I need a new table, so that will help towards that as well. Um, and... Uh, I hope the sound has been okay and I've really enjoyed this one because it's such a great album uh, and uh, I'll talk to you next week so keep safe uh, look after yourselves keep rocking and don't forget a good hot tea you always know where your tea is that's the answer okay bye guys <laughs>